Hello, it's Friday the 14th of October and welcome to The Better Business Show, Friday 5. I'm your host, Tom Idle, and joining me on the other side of the net, it's Vicky Knowles. Hi, Vix. Hi, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Happy Happy Friday. How's it going? Friday, yeah, it's going good. I'm glad it's Friday. Um, I got a bit of a cold, so apologies if I sound slightly raspy. <laughs> oh, that's all right that's fine so um yeah good well just to say it, those of you coming to the podcast for the first time this is an accompanying pod- podcast to the main show uh the main better business show it goes out on monday so um if you've happened to stumble across this then please go and check out those other shows they're all available on the website betterbusiness.show so go find those um so we're here to give you our top five stories from the past week the happenings, the events, the goings-on that we think you should be aware of from across the world of better business. So, Vix, this week we're talking about Nespresso, H&M, Planetary Boundaries, uh, Electric Cars and Girlfriend Collective. Um, So let's do this. So at number five this week, Vix, uh, some really interesting news research about uh, planetary boundaries and social thresholds. It's It's a study that's been carried out by the guys at Article 13, and the findings are a combination of some in-depth sort of interviews they've done and an assessment of more than a hundred of the world's biggest companies and how they kind of report on sustainability. And it finds that essentially while the concept of planetary boundaries, and for those of you that don't know what that might be, then it's, uh, it's basically that, that once human activity has reached this kind of tipping point beyond the limits of our climate, our oceans, our water, then there's a risk of irreversible um, and abrupt environmental change. And it's a concept that they're saying that, you know, is much more widely understood. It's been incorporated into kind of, you know, international uh, or national policy conversations, things like the UN um, Sustainable Development Goals. Um, and the findings of this research are all available on the Article 13 website uh, as a download. But basically they say that companies are not making reference to this concept of, bla- of planetary boundaries and social thresholds. There's a lack of focus on some of the big social issues. So while companies are looking at you know, some things like gender equality or social e- equality, there's a whole bunch of different social kind of issues that they're ignoring. Um, they say that company targets are not being derived from global targets. There's no sort of context and a sort of wider context involved in the forming of their own individual targets, maybe pointing to kind of, you know, national goals or, you know, the Paris Agreement or whatever it might be. Uh, and, and few companies are using science to really inform those targets. So really loads of really interesting insight from Article 13. I probably should say that I've been working with them on this. There's a slight conf- you know, conflict of interest in me including it in the Friday Five this week. But I still think it's one of the, the bigger, more interesting stories in the last, you know, the last seven days without doubt. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that really puts a... Uh number four into perspective maybe um which is everyone's kind of losing their minds mostly in a positive way but not all um over h&m's new tv adverts for its autumn 2016 collection um, which features all sorts of ladies there's shaved heads muscular bodies armpit hair wobbly bits there's a trans woman black women an ethnically ambiguous woman etc um, basically women you see every day, people you pass in the streets or your friends. Um, and it's accompanied by an updated She's a Lady soundtrack, which ah. I've been singing around the house since I heard it. <laughs> um, but as this article in the Guardian notes, diversity is so hot right now. Um, and our organization that didn't dig the advert, um, this is actually, I read on a Huffington Post, um, was right wing family group One Million Mums, who in essence said it was it was offensive and inappropriate. And then H&M said, um, 
We want to inspire customers to be true to self and dress their personal style. Everyone is welcome at H&M. I thought that was quite a good message. Um, H&M isn't always in the press for good reasons, but I think they are on this occasion. Yeah, they do seem to be doing some interesting stuff. So that was at number number four. Number three <laughs> this week, Vix, all about electric cars. And this is a story that I picked up from uh, Business Green, uh, which is a cracking website for, for all the sort of latest across the, the green economy. Uh, electric cars set to pass 2 million landmark globally by the end of this year. China is leading the way, uh, is leading the EU and the US, uh, the US in market size. The Nissan Leaf uh, is the, the, the top-selling uh, electric vehicle, followed by Tesla's Model S uh, and two Chinese-made models. The number of plug-in electric cars on the world roads is set to pass the landmark of 2 million vehicles by the end of the year, with industry observers saying the electric car revolution is finally underway. Um, so this yeah. talks about the, the sort of surging market in China. Uh, Europe is the, the second biggest maker, followed by the US, but their traditional car manufacturers face a stern challenge from China from and from Tesla, uh, whose much-anticipated Model 3 is expected to go into production uh, in 2017. Uh, the, the, the electric vehicle market has made a number of false starts. Uh, Barack Obama predicted a million in the US alone by 2015, and the reality was, about, I think it was about a quarter of that, with people really put off by the, the, short, you know, the driving range and the, the, high, pra- the high prices. Uh, but things are changing. There was a you know, big uh, Paris motor show this year, uh, earlier this month, and uh, the electric vehicle really sort of dominated... Uh, proceedings there so yeah good news for electric vehicles i need a new car actually Vic. so mine's pushing the kind of hundred thousand mile mark and it's costing me more and more to every time it sort of goes wrong and for the first time i'm actually seriously tempted by electric um yeah. you know yeah. it's, you know it's ma- <laughs> well i think so because i don't use a car anymore i mean i sort of walk to walk to the office i walk to mm. take my son to school i don't really use it i mean i went to cambridge in the week to see a client but and that was about 60 miles. And, but other than that, I don't really use the car for sort of long journeys anymore. So I'm really tempted by the whole plug-in thing. I think it could be really cool. So, yeah, watch this space. What's I might, space? might well take the plunge. So that yeah. was at three. What's at two, Vix? Awesome. So at two, um, new activewear brand Girlfriend Collective has created leggings made from 25 recycled bottles that are ethically made in fair trade. They're also free for a limited time as long as you cover the shipping which coincidentally is about $20 if you live in the States. Um, Apparently the going rate from Vietnam where they're made straight from the factory. And it's more like $30 if you live in the UK. But I bring this up not so much that you or your better business share listeners would be super excited about the deal. Although if you are, you can click on the link in the show notes. But because I thought it was kind of an interesting marketing strategy. So they're a new brand, they're a startup. And instead of spending money on expensive ads, the brand really wants to get customers literally into their product which they're absolutely certain that people are going to love and then encouraging them to share their experience on social media and tell their friends and then whilst they're also not absorbing the cost of the postage so i think a marketing budget well spent interesting what are they called again girlfriend collective girlfriend. i think it's girlfriend.com but we'll put it in the show notes for sure we will cool great okay so at number one this week i wanted to talk about nespresso bringing uh, coffee back to south sudan this is a story that i worked on myself last year i was lucky enough to be working with some of the, the guys at nespresso and 
and got to know them very, very well. And this is a story that really starts with George Clooney, um, a great activist and somebody that you know has been very involved in the liberation of the Sudanese people. Uh, I won't go into the details, but there's a long history of him fighting for justice for the people of Sudan. Uh, and of course, he's also the kind of the man that sells the ads for Nespresso. He's been playing that role in their TV ads for for decades, you know. Um, and somehow he convinced Nespresso that it will be a good idea to start sourcing their coffee from South Sudan. Um, and that's where I mean, you know, this area of the world is where coffee kind of originates. And once upon a time, there was a, a you know a growing coffee industry in that part of the world but ongoing war civil unrest and, and basically it's all been wiped out uh, but then Nespresso took the decision last year to kind of kick start the whole thing again and um, and bring the market back to, to, to the country uh, and basically you know Nespresso wanted to create some new new taste profiles from its range of coffee um, and then this week the news is that a second wave of this coffee uh, is now coming out of the country so it started in this kind of fairly small batch they they launched in uh, in France last year so in a very sort of limited edition but it looks like this is going to expand now um and this is something that you know Nespresso does very very well not just in this part of the world but in other parts of the world it kind of you know works with NGOs on the ground and and helps farmers kind of you know grow and and boost their profitability and really make a living so this new coffee um is you know great news for uh, the farmers because they you know they get to uh, have a livelihood it's great news for Nespresso customers because they're getting these sort of new tastes and it's great news for Nespresso because it's found a new new place to source coffee from so it's a it's one of those that, that just sort of ticks all the boxes so a brilliant story also there was a, an announcement of a six million dollar joint investment with the World Bank um, to support coffee farmers across East Africa. So Nespresso really sort of pumping money into it and um, and taking it seriously. It was brilliant. It's a really, really good story. Mm, a really good story. And it makes me really want a cup of coffee now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, exactly. Well, let's do that. That's it. That's <laughs> it, Vix. Let's go get coffee. That's our Friday Five. Um, we hope that you will join us every Friday as we digest the news stories and developments from across the world of sustainable business uh, that you think, uh, that we think that you should be on top of. Um, so we'll be back again next Friday. Vix, I'll see you then. See you then, Tom.